0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Block talk radio. Welcome to Let's Talk Archetypes with your host, renowned intuitive and author, Roy Solberg.
1: Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me today. This is Roy, and we are going to talk about so many things, I'll probably run out of time. First of all, let me give you the number to call. its two nine six zero three four five. 296 1-877-296-0345. And at the end of every um, broadcast, I do archetypal readings. So um call in, first come, first serve. We're going to talk about so many things, as I said. First of all, what interesting energy we have moving around us. Mercury's in retro. We had the full moon. Uh, We have the creativity of this year. And I'm hearing reports, everything from feeling super creative to chaos, but high energy in everything. So how are you doing? Have you had, (laughs) like me, an overwhelming urge to clean things out it's interesting because we're shifting into a new frequency, so if you get that urge, it's probably best to go with it so the The archetype we 're going to work on today is the alchemist. Now, the alchemist is about change, so when you are working with the alchemist you you want to look at all your beliefs and your actions and anything that you're holding on to that isn't serving you, like hurts, betrayals, even those happy experiences that are so happy, you'll never be able to recreate them. Um, That kind of holds us up, too. So the alchemist is about change. Uh, When you explore the energy of this archetype, you want to be open open to all opportunities and and start looking at things in a new way. So when you... um, when you're in the alchemist, you want to make sure that you're not in the trauma-drama because that's the shadow alchemist. The, tra- the shadow um, doesn't allow anything to be discovered or transformed. They just keep circling in them. So a little bit more about archetypes. The archetype is an energy pattern. It's an expression of of Thoughts or the way you do life. Um, This is a great archetypes are a great discovery process. You want to, if you want to change your life, if you want to find out who you are and where you're going, take a good look at the archetypes. They're a good modality to use. I personally developed these so I could work with clients like in shorthand. So I could say, okay, you're in this archetype. This is where you're you're using your energy. This is where you're the frequency that you're bringing things in on. So. Let's move on to today. This we are in the third stage of spiritual consciousness. The first two that we just, we talked about the last couple of weeks. The first stage is where you look around and you see you're longing for something. You want. You know it's out there, but you don't know how, quite how to get there. You can see it but you're not experiencing yet. And so the journey begins with the intellect. We start thinking about things. You search through bookshops, um lectures, workshops, you go to readers like myself and you you direct your thoughts to what you want. You clarify what it looks like, what it feels like. And you that what it feels like is that first transition. This is where the heart comes in. This is where um you begin to allow yourself to have a vote. You're not all in the in the head, in the linear thinking, and then ideally you move into the second level of con- spiritual consciousness, which is in trusting that it will manifest what it is that you want. The first level, you learn your intuition. You learn. Um, what your sacred language is, you learn what your symbols are, and in the second one you begin to use those, and the most important thing is you begin to trust them. So one of the things we get caught in on the second level of consciousness is in trusting it will manifest. Too often you get stuck in that level of worry, uh, fear, doubt, um, confusion, and... One of the things I want you to remember is that worry is negative prayer, and it is as powerful as a positive prayer. So it's like a magnet that has two sides. You can pull it in or you can repel it, and repelling is through the fear and worry. So in the second stage, you move from thinking to feeling, as I said. You learned how to use that intuition. Hopefully you're trusting it. And you, you let your heart check in. And you know that there's something else out there there is another level of experience with your soul and your spirit so now we come to the third stage of spiritual consciousness becoming the water now you're you're aware that you are spirit soul and you're having a life experience instead of a body having a spiritual experience and this is a very important part a very important um level of recognition that I am soul and I am spirit. And when we get to the point where we're in harmony with that soul, then you're free to be in a world where you co-create with the universe. Now you listen to your divine intuition, and now you act on it. So let's take a very simplistic example. When you're a child and you're learning how to walk, you first of all look out at um, other people. They're doing it, so obviously this is something I should be doing. And so you learn how to do it, and you have people who are there to help you. Um, They hold your hand. (laughs) They set you upright when you fall down. They soothe you when you hurt yourself. And then as that walking develops, you um, perhaps went into a heart issue where – Uh, Maybe running satisfied you. Maybe playing games like soccer or or dancing or gymnastics. But it, it expanded into something greater. At this point, you no longer have to think about walking. You don't have to feel what it's like to walk. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to worry about it. It just is. When you decide to go from here to there, you don't have to go through the process of what it is. You don't have to assure yourself, yes, I can walk. You just get up and do it. Well, that's what the third level of consciousness is about, is that it is so much a part of you. You are being the water. You no longer have to think about it. You no longer, it's not outside you anymore. There's no separation between you and the ability to walk or talk. Now, this is, you know, obviously a very simplistic example of the process. But this is how we become unified in mind, body, and spirit. So as I said, by this stage, you know, you're familiar with your intuition. You've learned your symbolic language, and you know that spirit is with you all the time. And I'm hoping that you trust that. This is where you trust it so implicitly that there's, again, no separation between you. I remember a story about a sister. Um, Her parents had a child when they were teenagers, very young, and it was given up for adoption. They separated, got back together, and had a daughter. And the daughter always felt that she had a sibling, and finally the parents told her the story that, yes, you have a brother, he's adopted, we don't know where he is. At that point, it became clear to her that she was gonna find him, that she was gonna reunite with him, she felt it that strongly, so living in New York, I believe it's new york, she um got a hit to move to San Francisco, and she took she listened to it. This is the third stage of consciousness. you get an intuitive hit, you act on it, there is no hesitation, and so she packed up everything she had, and she moved to San Francisco and was staying with her friend. And the friend said, oh, we're celebrating so-and-so's birthday tonight. Come with me. And at the party, she sat next to her brother that she was looking for. This is synchronicity. This is being so into that stage of being the water. There is no separating you. There was no doubt in her mind that she was going to find her brother. She didn't have to work it out, oh, I have to look here, I have to look there. It's just I'm going to find him, and I will be led to him, and she was. So th- that's a great example of this um, third stage of of psychic spiritual awareness. This is where you become identified with what it is you want. For instance, if you want a peaceful life, you become peace. You want an abundant life, you become abundance. And you experience that unity from within, not without, because <laughs> the error of our thinking is that that what we want, what we want to manifest is separate from us, and it isn't. It absolutely is not. Life and your connection to spirit is definitely an inside job. And I'm sure you've heard that in all sorts of little cliches. You're and there, and I cannot emphasize enough, it's true. As children, you knew who you were. You expressed the light of your soul and your spirit through the sparkle in your eyes. And as we, got, as we get older, we start building those masks, those social masks of who we are. And the true self gets covered up. But in this level of consciousness, you're being asked to identify your true self and your true spirit. So take a look at who you are. Identify who you are in this moment. Just sit quietly, close your eyes, and get in touch with who you are. You are soul in this body. Who is the body? Become identified with the body and then identify your feelings in that body and become aware of your heart and what your heart wants. So we have we have the physical, we have the mental, and now let that energy move into the spiritual. And when you do, when you realize that this is about soul, this is about spirit, um, then your purpose becomes revealed. I know in, in, my purpose in this lifetime is to work with you and I've chosen archetypes as the way to do it because I help people reveal their authentic self. And I assist them in, in guiding and, and reconnecting to their spirit to become and to be what it is in that true inner self. So we're all about, we're all looking to create our life in authentic power. And when you are in this third stage, you now co-create with those universal powers. Walking, as our example, has two sides. You walk or you don't walk. (laughs) Everything in life has that same duality, light, dark, joy, sorrow, talk, silence, health, illness, love, hate, lack, abundance. But when you are on one side of it, the other side, kind of like the shadow archetype, is there. It's just unrevealed. It's unmanifested. And in which brings me to, you know, what I say quite often, whatever you focus on expands. So everything that is in your life at this moment has a flip side. If you are feeling the darkness, there is light on the other side of that and your job is to shift that energy, to shift that awareness and to shift that focus so that you become light, you become abundant, you become joy. So whatever you're longing for, whatever you're separate from, as I said, has that flip side. And when you... When you are working with the archetype, uh, the alchemist archetype, that means change, you really want to start searching for that and become aware of the positive side. (laughs) Because the alchemist archetype brings about chaos and crisis sometimes. And when you have chaos and crisis, boy, it means change is coming. You can accept it or you can struggle against it. And let me tell you, it's easier to ride the horse in the direction it's going, so it's often uh, to your benefit to start looking for the positive side. So pick one, one thing in your life that you want to shift, whether it's health, abundance, love, relationship, peace of mind, success. Start looking at what it would be like from the other side, from the positive side. One of my dreams, my life dreams, has been to write. I started out when I was quite young. Um, I've been in many, many writing groups over the years. And over and over, I hear the separation and defeat before the writer has ever started a project, much less finished it. Success is out there somewhere beyond the writer. And it's dependent on so many different elements, agents, editors, publishers, readers. And so they focus their dream, they focus their um, creativity on the lack side. So it's it's easier, I think, to move into that positive uh, realm of whatever you want to achieve is greater than the joy of what they want to accomplish. In in other words, enjoy what you are doing in the moment. I'm a writer. I write. Good, bad, or indifferent, it doesn't matter. I write. So whatever is going on in your life, and let's choose abundance. So if you are experiencing lack in your life at this moment, I want you to sit quietly and allow yourself to feel abundance. What does it feel like? Where does it resonate in your body? What does your life look like if you are in the abundance? And this doesn't mean that you get a lot of money, it doesn't mean you win the lottery. It means that you have the joy and the feeling of abundance. You can look around you. I mean, go in the grocery store. There are rows and rows and rows of vegetables and products, and the shelves are full. This is abundance. This is absolutely abundance, so celebrate that. For me, I go in the library (laughs) and the bookstores, and I see abundance (laughs) and a great many hours of writing. (laughs) So that is one of my, um, my positives, to reinforce that, yes, the world has an abundance of what I need and what I desire. One of my favorite quotes is from Agnes Whistling Elk, and I have to paraphrase it. She says that you must become what it is you seek so there is no separating you. This is when you become the water. At this stage of consciousness, you, you're aware that you're creating with each thought, with every thought you have, with every word you speak, and you only speak your truth there is no separating you between between you and what it is you want to create in this world so it's reuniting the two sides because as as physical beings we want we long to reconnect to the spiritual and clients have told me that that's they feel that's missing but it really isn't missing, it's just on the other side. It's just something else that that you want to, you know, turn that again and start searching for the, and bringing bringing it home to you, the spiritual part. So co-creating with higher power means you're aware of manifesting matter, but you're not attached to it. This is one of the hardest things, I think, to understand is that letting go, because when we let go of the outcome. We are often gifted with something that is so much greater than we could ever, ever imagine. And so letting go of the outcome releases that limitation that we put on it. Now, that doesn't mean that you you can just sit back and, you know, go to the mountaintop, sit in the cave and ohm. It does not. It means you've got to get some skin in the game and you've got to work and you've got to um, move toward what it is you want And, and because you're co-creating. You're not... Yeah, it's not some miracle that's going to come dropping in your lap, and you have to remember you're the best thing that ever, ever um, happened to yourself. So, in the the focus of moving out of the lack of consciousness and into uh, abundance is a change of frequency. You have a a higher frequency when you are in the positive you have um that you become authentic you speak your truth without hurting someone else and you realize that life is in comes to you for a reason everything in your life comes to you for a reason a gift a lesson you become part of the manifestation because that's because things come to you without you asking. There's no separation because you are now in the unity of mind, body, spirit. There's harmony in your life. So I'm going to leave you with the suggestion that you make a life map. Where have you been in your life? So so kind of jot down all the, the top things that have happened to you. Where are you right now? And where are you going and then visualize the other side of the equation, and start bringing the fragments of your spirit back into your soul, back into your energy center. So I'm going to stop there, and we have Sharon in the queue, and I have just enough time to do a quick reading. So Sharon, hi, hey, thank you for taking hi. my call. That that was excellent. I, I it
0: felt like you was talking right to me because I have been. <laughs> Going through all these changes myself and um, uh, uh, trying
1: to align myself into these spaces to move myself where I want to go. Oh, perfect. Perfect. And this is an excellent time to be doing that. The energy is right for shifting. So what is it that you need to let go of? Um, Well, being invisible. Oh, perfect. So now you're finding your voice.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm beginning to yes,
1: yes, and what you wanna look at is how that scares you,
0: yes,
1: so I drew three cards for you, uh, yes. the past is sage and crone, so very briefly, in the past in these um in this archetype, you wanna look at all the lessons you've learned through wisdom because you have quite a few, my dear and it's time to start expressing those. And your first step is to clarify those to yourself. Um, You do have something to share with others, and um, this is why the voice is so important right now, finding that voice and speaking up. And the way you want to do it is by speaking your truth, what's true for you, without making anyone else wrong. Okay? So uh, this is about... Showing your wisdom, uh expressing it, and letting others um you got a lot you just a, it feels like you just have a lot to share so the present archetype that you're in is judge, and the it feels to me like you are in the shadow judge of evaluating the things you do, have done, will do are all on the shadow judgment side, so I want you to take a good look at giving that up and just observe i want you to move into observation this is what okay. happened this is where i am now and this is where i'm going does that resonate with you it does uh yeah totally okay all right and then the second uh, the third future hang on just a minute is um I wanted to go back to the judge just a minute. The illuminated judge has the ability to see all sides of the matter and make the most appropriate decisions. He uses his wisdom of his spirit to see things clearly, including the value of his victories as well as the lessons of his mistakes. So when you're in this archetype, you become the observer without the need to judge the actions of yourself as good or good or bad. Okay, That's an important one for you. Um, You know, you don't get to beat yourself up anymore. It's time to acknowledge that your spirit and soul are vital and they have a purpose in this lifetime. So the future is a philosopher and magician wizard. So I want to find those two so I can give you all the information on those so the philosopher is about understanding which is perfect in harmony with with the judge <laughs> so the philosopher um is there when you go through dark passages to reach an understanding that illuminates your life and spirit so again allow yourself a to be good to yourself to recognize that you're the best thing that ever happened to you that you have a gift to bring to put on the table of mankind and um and and strengthen your voice, that's a good one for you and the magician wizard is an interesting one, so when you draw this card or when you have this archetype, you're being asked to examine the illusions you are living and believe to be true, and I would start right there um, yeah, I think you have some shadow illusions about your right to be, about your right to uh, be powerful. And um, it feels to me like you've been playing not only too small, you've been kind of hiding under a rock at times. So so you won't be noticed. So the, the illuminated wizard sees the whole creation rather than the random parts. The shadow wizard casts spells that distort your view of life. So this is about clarity. Great spread for you. You know, acknowledging the wisdom and gifts of your past, being in observation about who you are, and getting in touch with that soul-spirit part of you, and then being able to see the higher picture through the philosopher and the magician-wizard. Great archetypes to hang out with. Wow, very powerful. Well, you are very powerful. Now, what are you, what are you moving into? What is, it feels like there's a new career, new new focus in your life? Well,
0: I, I've really been um, investigating the spiritual side. I have a friend that is a psychic medium, and we've done some paranormal investigations, but. I I I know I'm a healer but I've been always have a hard time of embracing the power that of that. And okay. I think really that's what's keeping me small is not embracing that power. Okay, so what's your fear? Um <laughs> of, of being powerful I guess, of of that power. Of how to use okay. it. I don't
1: know. Okay, so what's the worst thing that would happen to you if you were in full power?
0: Well, one thing that did happen when I worked on one person is she totally passed out, and I didn't mm-hmm. know how to deal with it. And okay. I've
1: been kind of messed up ever since then. But... Well, that would scare you, yeah. However, learning to use your, your spiritual spiritual path, learning your recognizing it, learning it, walking it, is a matter of skill. You know, you know your are healer, so now you have to learn what the process is. And, and it's just like driving a car. You don't get in the car and take off because you have all that power underneath you. You have someone else teach you how to start it, how to hit the brakes, you know, when to turn, that type of thing. This type of work it works in the same way. You have to learn... Um, the ins and outs of it, get someone of integrity who has experience that will be able to guide you in what to do in these situations. Anytime, for instance, when, when your client passed out, it's because when, we, when they go unconscious, they can't take any more of the energy in, and it's a way of protection. It's also a way of allowing spirit to work on them without the conscious mind getting in the way. So there's all sorts of things that um you know would come with that. But this is why you need someone um you know find a good teacher. Find someone who can show you the ins and outs of of this and kind of walk you through <laughs> walk you through these situations. So and then get over your fear, <laughs> which is easier said than done. <laughs> but it is important that everyone who has the ability and the desire to move into this work, get out there front and center. We need all the healers present and accounted for. Indeed.
0: Thank you so much. I really appreciate, appreciate this.
1: Well, you are so welcome and many blessings. And, and if you um, have any other questions about this, be free to uh email or give me a call. Okay. Thank you so much. Thanks. All right. <laughs>